Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Dana and Shayna of Dayluna specialize in guiding their clients on individual life purpose, career, and soul entrepreneurship through the science of human design. They've discovered human design while going through different transitions in their lives and became hooked on how accurate it helped them navigate a soul's journey. It became their mission to share this information with as many people as possible to see if it had just as much of a difference and meaning for them. Dana and Shana have curated tools that allow you to focus on the highest vibration and positive attributes about yourself, allowing you to know how to always choose and transcend negative energies and always choose your happiest, healthy, high vibe self. In addition to their services and coaching, they run a podcast where they dive deep into the authorities, strategies, the new paradigm to get to the intricacies of partnering with human design. They host live readings for special guests to help people see the different aspects of an individual's chart as they did with me on this episode. I really got to be vulnerable with them and you guys will have an opportunity to hear. Please welcome Dana and Shana to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and I'm so excited to be bringing you Shayna and Dana from De Luna Human Design Podcast. We're very excited to have you today. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing great today. We're excited to talk about human design and get into the all the nitty gritty of it. <laughs> How's sunny California? Amazing right now. Well, it's actually kind of getting cold, but I think it's getting cold everywhere in the country right now. So Dude, it's like 40 degrees here and I'm pissed <gasps> about it because I just, no way. Place, and it has like a really awesome balcony and I'm like, my whole apartment is freezing. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. Okay. Like we should not <laughs> yeah, well, we're here in Southern California. So we just went to the beach the other day. Um, but it's still quarantine. <laughs> yes. So it, we're really, you know, we're good actually. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So I'm excited because um, I learned about human design uh, maybe like a few years ago. I had done some kind of test because I was looking into astrology and the I Ching and things like that. And I'd stumbled on, stumbled upon something called the Gene Keys and had then that had opened actually my eyes to human design, which I think human design was prior to the Gene Keys. Um, so before we get into that and dive into because it, it's like heavily scientific, but also very um, spiritually related into personality types and archetypes and things like that. And you guys, anybody who likes um, the Myers-Briggs or Enneagram, human design is like another aspect to understanding your personality. So it's very cool. Um, but before we get into that, I first want to hear uh, collectively about you guys real quick. Um, what's your story? How'd you guys meet? Um, and what was the birthing of this business and interest in human design and why it's important? Mm, yeah, great question. So we have known each other since probably like 11 years now, and we were both working our asses off in like corporate America and kind of just doing the nine to five. We were getting exhausted, but we were shining and we were doing well because we 
we could do it, but we weren't realizing over time that it was wearing down on us and that at the end of each week, we were just so worn out and exhausted and unfulfilled. And so we were kind of running that rat race our whole lives. And then um, we discovered human design and it just like flew a door wide open, like Mm -hmm. huge light bulb moment, just full body chills of like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. this is the truest thing I have ever heard. And we're best friends. So our entire journey, you know, we've known each other for such a long time. So while we're working in corporate America, we're the friends that are kind of on that spiritual journey together. So sending each other those texts and memes at like two o'clock in the morning, like, Hey, look what I just discovered about your boyfriend's moon sign. And like, you know, we already were on that level together, even when we were working those jobs that really weren't in alignment for us. So when we found human design, it was really a collective, like both of us together in the same part of our journey at the same time having this like holy shit stop everything moment when we found out that we were projectors so as projectors in human design you really are not suited at all for working eight hours a day and you really are designed to work a little bit differently than a lot of other people so for Mm -hmm. us it really was this moment that stopped us dead in our tracks and really showed us the ways that we were not living in alignment And it was so amazing to have that journey together and to have someone else who was the same as you, your best friend, you've known forever in this journey together. And we were really able to support each other in the changes that were like, okay, it's really necessary for us to change in these certain ways based off of what we had learned in our human design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're both, you guys have the same, uh, category, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, We're both projectors. So there's five different energy types in human design and every person is one of the five types. So Shana and I are both projectors, which is really significant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, it's interesting because we are just like, I like to call us dive in bitches. Like we cannot just half ask something. So finding out that we're supposed to only work two to three hours a day, we couldn't then go back to work the next day and and be okay. Like we had to really say like, holy shit, like if I'm going to start doing this and really try to honor my energy and live in alignment and be fulfilled in my life, then I need to really stop what I'm doing. And I need to kind of reassess what I want to do. So we talk about this all the time on our podcast of just how, um, how you can do that journey of changing your life once you find out your design and what is alignment for you and what that really looks like. But for us, what it looked like was um, just diving into what fascinated us and, you know, talking out loud every day to the universe, like help me to see what it is that, um, that I'm good at. Help me to see what it is that lights me up, what I'm excited about. Um, Help me to use my energy in a way that really serves me and that, Um, is in alignment for me. Like I'm here, I'm ready. I'm trying to show up as myself, like universe show up for me, like shift my life, whatever that happened, whatever that needs to happen, make it happen. And um, we kind of just stepped out of the way and day Luna kind of birthed out of that super um, fertile surrendered place. Like it's ultimate surrender really um, of just like, okay, here I am and this is all I am. And so tell me what I need to do. Like, show me where I need to go. How can I best give my gifts? And, um, we started making astrology birth chart booklets for people. And we would, it was just kind of out of fun where we would put all their information together and then we put all their human design information together in one book. And then we would find items that really supported their chart. 
and this was with our friends and family for like birthdays and holidays and stuff like that. So we'd be like, okay, these crystals, these oils, these mala beads, this robe, like all these items that we were like, this person needs this. And then we'd write all their stuff down in a booklet and then we'd give it to them. And so it kind of just, then we went on a retreat and we were working at, um, and telling, you know, talking about human design and doing sound baths and cacao ceremonies and all this stuff in Costa Rica. And um, so many of the people were like, I really want to get a box from you. I really want to get my booklet and I want to get some items. Like, how can I order? And we were like, holy shit, we left this retreat with orders and we didn't have a business yet. <laughs> we didn't have like anything. We didn't I have love that. anything. So we were like, oh my gosh, okay, we're making this happen. So we literally got home, started an LLC and um, quit our jobs, like put our notice in and just dove in. And now it's been a year and we've just really grown and blossomed and our podcast has grown and blossomed and it's been super exciting. And we're just like, we have employees now and we're freaking busy and trying still to honor only working two to three hours a day. And that's really the I trick. I think that's interesting because most people would say, I'm a projector. I should only work two or three hours a day. Yeah. Most but people are like, I want that. Yeah. Like I want to be that type. I am not that type. I'm a manifesting generator. And I know a little bit about that, but I know for sure that like I, I thrive in, in working and, and doing practices and things that are enlighten me. Um, or make me feel like I'm in alignment now. So before we get uh, even deeper into your story, give our audience kind of like a crash course on what is human design and then go through each one of the, the categories or whatever. So people can kind of identify um, what those are. Yeah, totally. So human design is the science of differentiation. So what it is showing us is how each human being is absolutely unique and their energy is meant to function in a unique way. So it really is kind of showing us how we are supposed to live in alignment as an individual and how that might be absolutely different than other people that you're around. And so the idea is that each person is supposed to be unique and function in their own unique way and give their own unique gifts. Um, and that really helps each person to live in alignment and that really completes the whole. So in our society, we have the opposite conditioning. We're believed, we're taught to believe that we need to homogenize and that we need to be all the same and that everyone needs to have the same type of job, function in the same way. Everyone needs to be good at the same skills. And that is so far from how we are designed to live. So really what human design is, it's a synthesis of four ancient spiritual modalities. So Western astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, and loosely based off of the chakra system. So it's taking these four ancient modalities that humans have been practicing for thousands and thousands of years, and it's infusing it with modern quantum science and um, DNA and biology. And so it really is kind of for all of the people that are really interested in modern science and spirituality, it is a modality that is infusing those so effortlessly. Um, it really gives you so much information. It's basically the blueprint of your personal alignment, how you make decisions, how you function in this world with ease, how you thrive with really just giving your gifts, and also how you're empathetic and where you're taking in conditioning from the world that you can really release. So um, 
How you find your design is by going online. You can go to mybodygraph.com and enter in your birthday information. So it's really important when you're getting your chart, you have your specific birth time. If it's even just a couple minutes off or an hour off, you can get an incorrect chart. Um, but go like on to- the technology thing, right? Like when you try right. to get that chart from uh, the birth time from the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're compatible or not. Totally. Yeah. We always say that when we have kids, like we're going to be like pushing out our baby and like the second it's out, we're going to be like, what's the time? Like write it down. Like this is so important. Some people don't even have their birth time. Like if you're know. in Canada, it's not even on your birth certificate. What? So crazy. Um, anyways, so once you find your design, um, find your chart, you'll see that you're one of the five energy types. So those five energy types are really describing your aura and your energetic body. And it is the, the best place to start when really trying to see, okay, how am I unique? How am I supposed to function in this world is to look at your design type. So, mm -hmm. so the five main designs are manifestors, manifesting generators, generators, projectors, and reflectors. And um, they all have like, I guess, different, like some of them have larger uh, what's the word? Percentages. Percentages. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, manifestors are probably around 7% of the population and they're going down. Like we used to kind of be ruled by manifestors and manifestors really are the people that initiate that start things, um, in, you know, old paradigm and old conditioning. They really are, you know, the boss a lot of times. And, um, they're here to inform. They're here to tell people what they're doing and what manifestors really want overall is peace. They want to do their own thing. They don't want to be told what to do. They're here to do what they want when they want because they want. But as we're moving forward into this new paradigm, it's really key for them to inform other people and to bring other people with them and to allow people to help them and to connect with them and, um, and rise with them. So uh, manifestors really are the creators. Mm -hmm. And then um, manifesting generators are a mix between manifestors and generators, which is what you are. And these are the types that are really here to play in the world. And they're here to not have a linear path of how they do things. They're here to do one thing one day and another thing another day. And um, like they can life. do it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is great. That means you're in alignment. Because um, for a manifesting generator, you are, once again, not designed to have that nine to five, that one job. That would be torture for your energy because your energy is playful and it's excited about life and it's enthusiastic about so many different passions. And for a manifesting generator, living in alignment looks like allowing yourself to have diversity in your day-to-day -day life, allowing yourself to have a career that's multifaceted, where you're using different skills, being in different environments. Um, and a lot of people are manifesting generators. So that's one of the higher percentages of the population. And they really are that hybrid of the manifester and the generator. Mm -hmm. So the next type is, is a generator. Yeah. So generators is the largest percentage of people on the planet. And um, they are here to work on what they love and to really dive in and hone a skill. Um, and when they are doing what they love and they're really lit up, they are creating energy for the other types that don't create their own energy. So manifestors don't create their own energy. Um, so a lot of times throughout history that you've seen like a manifestor be a king or a queen 
and they have their, you know, worker bees, the generators and the man gens doing all this work or in factories, you know, having a big CEO and then everyone else just puts their head down. They work, they work nine to five and they don't ask any questions because the manifestor is telling them what to do. And if they don't do it, then they're fired. And that's really old paradigm. Um, because can you explain to our audience what old paradigm means in this context? Yes. So as we evolve as a humanity, as a one collective, we have these different phases that we go through. Um, and, you know, for the last few thousand years, we've been in a really masculine paradigm where we've been really focused on technology. We've been really focused on things being singular. We've been really focused on having a leader and then many followers. And as we move, human design is really big about these energetic shifts that we have in our humanity. And we are evolving into a new paradigm. So with human design specifically, they teach that in 2027, we are officially entering into this divine feminine new paradigm where we're moving away from this masculinity we're moving away from things being singular we're moving into this divine feminine where people really function as a collective and people are really led by their intuition and by their wisdom instead of technology or knowledge so um in human design these different energy types we're talking about they've had a different way of playing out in that old paradigm when things are really masculine like shana was talking about manifestors were the leader and they bossed everyone around now that we're in this beautiful divine feminine energy manifestors really are here to spark creative change mm -hmm. and to get other people excited about working on their own thing but they are not here to control others they're not here to boss others around and traditionally you know in the old paradigm generators like shana were saying we're just here to work and they weren't really able to be empowered and to follow their bliss to follow their heart and in this new paradigm that is all shifting generators becoming empowered is literally one of the biggest things that we can all do to help usher in this new paradigm to help mm -hmm. usher in this beautiful change that's really going to help us as a collective so with generators now their key to empowering themselves and living in alignment is to not sacrifice what they want mm -hmm. but to truly truly lean in to what they want to lean into what's fun for them to lean into what they desire that is what they're here to do in this lifetime is to work on things that light them up and by them doing that they are creating this life force energy and helping to really amplify and raise the vibration of every single person around them so generators are a huge part of the population and if you find out you're a generator that is the first thing that you can do is like okay what do i love I'm going to spend my time and energy doing that thing. Lovely. I love that. So what are the, the last two um, categories? Yes. Yeah, so then the last two are projectors and reflectors. So um, projectors are around, you know, 18, 19% of the population. And those are really coming in more. So we're seeing a lot more projectors now than we did, you know, years ago. And um, projectors are here to be guides. They're here to, um, they have what human design calls is a penetrating aura, which I feel like it's very aggressive, <laughs> but um, they are able to see into other people really clearly. And um, they are able to kind of see what other people are good at and um, what they can do to succeed or how they can change things to be better. So they're here to um, guide other people and they don't produce that generating energy. So um, 
they can get worn out and exhausted if they force themselves to work really, really hard. But the thing with, gen with projectors is that because they can see other people so clearly and they can see what makes a business run well, they can see what makes a good employee, they can see what hard work accomplishes, um, they can find themselves operating as a manifesting generator or a generator because they can see, oh, I want to be the best. So I'm going to work extra hard because I know exactly what needs to happen. So I'm just going to do it. Um, be more of like visionaries and less of executors. Exactly. So they are more ideally the person that, you know, in a say like corporate setting or business setting, the person that has like an open office or a CEO that the doors just open and people come in and they ask them, you know, what should we do here? What should we do there? Um, how can we make this work better? And then they tell them their guidance and then they are just chilling the rest of the time. They're consultants. <laughs> yeah. They're excellent consultants, life coaches, um, guides in any way. So mm -hmm. it's just really important for them to, um, hone their skills and to dive into what lights them up similarly to how a generator does. But when they dive into what lights them up as a projector, it's really increasing your magnetism because the strategy for projectors is to wait for the invitation. So to wait for other people to come to you and ask you for your guidance, because if you are a projector and you give your guidance to people that did not ask you and did not recognize that you were a person that had guidance to give them, um, it will be repelling to that person. And you will be left feeling bitter because you'll feel like I was right and they weren't listening and they don't actually see what I'm good at or what I have to, to say. And um, it can create like a spiral of bitterness. So projectors are here to hone their skill, get really clear on, okay, what lights me up? Let me research it. Let me read about it. Let me write about it. Let me make a website for myself talking about it. And then, and that's it. That increases their magnetism and let people come to them and say, Ooh, can I, can you tell me what to do? Can I hire you? Um, can I work with you? And then if they want to, and they say, yes, that's a correct, energetically correct, um, invitation and relationship. And then you can give your gifts to people and give guidance in a big way. It just has to start with you focusing on yourself first. So any projectors that are listening, I just want to encourage you, you know, if you're thinking, holy shit, like I am in a nine to five job or I am overworking myself. Um, the main things that you can do right away is to set a timer and to really only do hard output work two to three hours a day. So even if you are in an office setting, that can look like any of the stuff that feels fun to you, like talking to coworkers or um, going to lunch or researching something, you can do that all day long. But really that hard output stuff that feels like work, really setting that timer throughout the day of only doing two to three hours. So that's the first thing that you can do. The second thing is um, diving into the things that really excite you and getting clear on what lights you up and whether that's asking the universe to help you see what those things are, that's totally fine if you don't know. Um, but then once you do know, really learning about them and spending time with them. And then um, the third thing is letting people come to you versus you going to them and forcing your advice on them. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, reflectors are the rarest of the energy types. Mm -hmm. They're only 1%. 1%. Yeah. So they really are rare and super, super special. And reflectors are the most open and empathetic out of all of the energy types. Mm -hmm. So they have all of their chakra centers undefined. And what that means is that they are taking in other people 
and experiencing the other in their own body. So any environment that they walk into, they are becoming that environment and amplifying that environment. Any person they're around, they're becoming that person and amplifying what that person is and how they operate. So what reflectors are here to be is really accepting and free flowing and allowing themselves to shape shift and to change in every environment they go into around every person that they're around. They are supposed to be with that person, be like that person and reflect that person with their own being. And in doing so, they really become the wisest and the most spiritual kind of out of all of the human beings on earth, because they're really able to feel that collective oneness because they are a representation of that collective oneness since they are everything and at the same time they are also nothing. So reflectors really are so special and so interesting and um, if you find out that you're a reflector like I love that you've come to this podcast that you know about human design because it is so deeply empowering for reflectors. Mm -hmm. So to kind of like wrap it up in a nutshell manifestors, you're here to spark change, to inspire people, to impact the world. Mm -hmm. Manifesting generators, you're here to be playful. You're here to do many things. You're here to inspire people towards having more fun in life. Generators, you're here to do what you love. You're here to focus in on those things and really give other people this juicy life force energy that you create when you do what you love. Projectors, you're here to guide. You're here to see things. You're here to tell people about your wisdom. And reflectors, you're here to free flow. You're here to change. You're here to just accept all of life and to really let life carry you and show you all of the diversity that you can experience in one lifetime. So what would you say, um, I mean, thank you for that cap of that and kind of getting an understanding of it. Um, what would you say is the greatest benefit to understanding this part of human design? Um, I know that it is kind of an, an amalgamation of, of all the different modalities kind of combined into one and understanding, um, you said something about us not being homogenous in the sensation of what energies we're coming to bring to the table. There's only five. So that makes uh, pretty large categories for people to kind of fit in. Um, so what is the benefit of them understanding what that means for them? And what are some ways in which they can utilize their particular category? What do, you, do you call it category? Do you call it an archetype? Energy type. Energy, energy type. type. There we go. Yeah. Um, how to utilize their energy type to, have, to, to get in better alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So what human design is really telling you is how to live in alignment for you. So when you do find your energy type, connected to your energy type is a strategy. And that strategy, when you live by that and you allow that strategy to guide you through life and help you move through life, you naturally start experiencing alignment. You naturally start thriving. And anything that felt difficult or hard kind of melts away because that, that thing was out of alignment for you. And the things that are right for you just naturally start to come to your path. Um, so really that's the big thing is finding your energy type. What's my strategy? So we talked about those a little bit, um, but each type has the strategy that they can use every single day. So for manifestors informing, when they tell people what they're doing, they naturally start experiencing success and peace and they naturally start having people support them. Um, and then for generators, their strategy is to respond. So what that means is instead of trying to figure out their path, trying to sit down and write a list and think in their mind what's next for them, they release that and they let life bring them what's next. And when they see something in their environment that is genuinely exciting for them, they feel this response, this 
this um, igniting feeling in their body, and then they're able to go do that thing. Mm -hmm. um, for projectors, like Shana was saying, your strategy is to wait for the invitation. So when you find your energy type and you start living by that strategy, you will start seeing things shift and change and feel easier in like a week. Um, so we really encourage people to find their strategy and then also their authority. So that's really the second side of it. And that is it comes more on your chart properties, right? You can mm -hmm. see it right there on your written out on your chart. You'll see design, you'll see strategy, and then you'll see authority. So with the authorities, that is your unique decision-making process. So we are conditioned to believe that we're supposed to make decisions rationally with our mind and that we're supposed to weigh out the pros and cons. We're supposed to look to experts for their advice, but human design is saying that that's only ever going to cause you anxiety and it's going to help you. It's not going to help you find alignment. It's going to do the opposite. So in human design, you're saying follow your authority. And what that is, is each person, um, this is even more unique. There's about, um, eight different authorities. Mm -hmm. um, so your authority comes from one of your chakra centers in your body and never from your mind. So you have this process of finding if something is right for you by looking into your body and allowing your body's wisdom to give you that answer instead of trying to find that answer in your mind. Mm -hmm. So those really are the two big things that people can start doing to really see these shifts happen and to feel themselves really naturally falling into alignment is to follow their strategy and then use their authority. And we like to say that human design is an experiment. So in this new paradigm like that we were talking about earlier, Everyone is their own spiritual teacher. Everyone is their own leader. Everyone is the one who has the authority over themselves and over what's right for them. So we really encourage people to try this and to set an allotted amount of time. Okay, two weeks, I'm gonna try my strategy and authority every single day for two weeks or for one month and experiment. See how it feels for you. See if things start feeling easier. If you're a manifester, you might have experienced a lot of resistance from other people because you're so powerful and you're so impactful and your aura doesn't allow people to read you the way that other auras are able to be read. So as a manifester, once you start informing, you'll just naturally see people get on your team and say, okay, whatever it is you want to do, I support you. And um, really experimenting with that and seeing for yourself the way that it changes and makes you feel like more of who you are, that is really how you prove to yourself that this is true for you and that this works for you. And that's really what we're looking for um, because it's so important for each of us to come back home to ourselves and to really know who we are and to know and hold space for the fact that we are different than other people and that that is not only okay it's necessary right because each person is absolutely unique and each person is a gift to this world and each person has a unique life purpose that they're here to live out and if you're trying to fit in and you're trying to homogenize yourself and you're trying to do the same thing that everyone else is doing because you're told that that's the only way to find success you really are leaving behind yourself. Mm -hmm. So human design is kind of this like guidebook, this roadmap that helps you navigate away from that conditioning, away from society's expectations and back to your core, back to your inner knowing that is really here to guide you and connect you to the flow of life. Awesome. So when you were saying that and you were talking about the benefits of what that is, I'm sitting here looking at my chart that I did right before um, we got on the phone. And so I'm looking at my chart properties. I'm a manifesting generator and my strategy is to respond. Mm -hmm. um, so 
just to give people an idea, um, and you guys know who's listened to the show before, like I tend to test out the, the qualities of the people that I'm interviewing. So we're going to talk about my chart a little bit. That way you guys can kind of see a practical way to put this in application. And so being a manifesting generator, what does that mean for me to respond? Yeah. So responding is all about being super present. And so instead of being in your mind of like, what am I going to do tomorrow? What are, what's my five-year plan? What are the next steps for my business to instead say, okay, what is directly in front of me right now? Is it this email? Is it this text message? Is it this food? Did someone just walk in the room? What is in my environment right now? And how does my body feel about the thing in front of me? Does my body feel expansive and like I have energy to pour into this email or pour in reply to this text? Or does my body feel retracted and kind of tense inside my actual body, not in my mind, but in my body? And if it feels that contraction, even if it's just slight, really trying to honor it and to say, okay, I'm not going to reply to that text. I'm going to go to the next room or I'm going to eat my food because that next to me, I feel expansive and excited about. Um, so it's really having awareness of your body and what it's feeling about what is directly in front of you and letting yourself respond and honor your truth. So in human design as a manifesting generator and having the strategy of responding, it's really telling you that your truth for you that is guiding you in every moment is through presence and is in the moment. So really just kind of tapping in with all of your senses throughout the day, dropping in, okay, let me not get ahead of myself and let me respond to something in my environment. So that's so interesting because my biggest problem is to do exactly that. Yes. I always want (laughs) to move forward. I'm always like, okay, what's next and what's going to be here or whatever. Um, It was so eerie how you even said, I'm not going to respond to this text and And I had a thing today even where I was like, this doesn't make me feel great. I'm not going to do it. To be present with something like that. That's actually my strongest um, struggle. Like my hardest struggle is to stay and remain present. Yeah. And that's because as a manifesting generator, you're creating the most energy out of any of the five types. So you're wanting to, you're wanting to get out there and play and do it. And you're so efficient and you're so talented and capable in so many different ways as a manifesting generator. So you're constantly like trying to find shortcuts. You're really efficient. You're trying to like get it done so you can get onto the next thing. And that's really exciting and fun for you to be able to do that. But you miss steps when you do that because you're in your mind, you're trying to get it done so you can move on to the next thing and you kind of miss what was right in front of you. Mm -hmm. So for a manifesting generator, when you are constantly missing what's in front of you and then it actually makes a mistake and you have to go back, that can cause you to feel so frustrated. Like I was trying to go fast and now I have to go back and it just really makes you feel out of alignment and it makes you feel frustrated, which is you're not you guys are listening <laughs> who, who know me like she's, she's, she's reading me right now, <laughs> putting me on red. That is my life. Like, yeah, we fast too forward. I just got into a space recently where I was like, surrender, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. We're tunnel vision now. We're going to be only present. Like if something comes to me, then great. But if not, I'm not going to bother it. And that is, um, so I have some guides that I talk to quite actively. And um, I don't know if you guys have listened to the show up to this point, but I'm an empath medium. So I have this guide that tells me often, don't look, Aaliyah, stop looking. Like, don't, don't be in that position where I'm ahead. And Mm -hmm. so the being present. So 
so now that I know that, <laughs> um, to be in the aspect of response, I can see on here it says not self theme, which is frustration. So yeah. the aspect of not being in the strategy is what is the result of that's that's the mm -hmm. result I'm getting, right? Yes. So, so anytime you are out of alignment, you will feel frustrated. Um, so if you're using your energy incorrectly, <laughs> you're going to experience frustration. And if you're using your, your energy incorrectly over a long period of time, frustration can just look like generally being over it, like just being over things, like whatever, that's just how things are. Or feeling um, bored. Makes want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. know the feeling very well. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And the way that you get back into alignment is by honoring yourself with the small things because they build up over time. And it tells the universe like, okay, she's listening. She's trying to honor her truth. She's trying to honor her body. Let's send her some big things so that way she can really honor herself because she's trying, right? Mm -hmm. So even though it's that text message and you feel a little tiny bit of contraction, if you're really paying attention to yourself, um, you can get in your mind and say, well, I should just reply now because I'm not to reply later and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And to really say, no, okay, my body's pulling away. So I'm not going to reply right now. And that's my truth. And just mm -hmm. letting yourself be guided to the next thing. Because when you make space by not doing something that your body didn't want to do, then you're open to being aware of the things in your environment that are sparking inspiration, whether that's, um, you know, overhearing somebody's conversation about a trip that they went on in Hawaii and you feel this just expansiveness of like, oh my gosh, I want to host a retreat in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And now you can go initiate after that point. You can go call the people and start the things um, and build the webpage and all of the stuff. You can initiate as much as you want. It just depends on, um, I guess the important part is you responding first. So mm -hmm. being present and just being receptive to what's in your environment, because when you are ahead of yourself, you miss what's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and that whatever's right in front of you is there to really guide you to your truth. So mm -hmm. one step leads to the next. And as a man, Jen, you can move really quickly. Like when you are always living in response and being really present, your life path and purpose can get out to the world so quickly because you are so efficient and it can really fast track things for you. So just knowing that the greatest gift that you can ever give yourself is to just drop in and like, okay, what's in front of me right now. And with you, with you, Aaliyah, you have such a powerful chart. So mm -hmm. hey. these, these five categories are really general, right? Mm -hmm. Every single person fits into the five categories. So that's really not that specific, mm -hmm. but then your chart gets so, so, so specific. Like there is so much information in each person's chart. We could literally talk about your chart for six hours. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's really. I will do a reading with you guys. I would. I don't want like our listeners to be like, "Well, that damn it, she just talked about herself a little bit." Um, but I will say that I'm looking at this chart and I, like I'm, I looked at my own and pulled it up and I'm like, "What the fuck does any of this mean?" Yeah, uh, because there's like this. Um, you guys can't see it, but when you look up your own, there's like a pyramid and there's like a face, and then they shows like a thousand mini lines or whatever, and I have no idea what that means, but. I want to ask you, so we, it'll go into what inner authority is and then profile, which has like a number on it. What does that mean? Yeah. So when you're looking at your chart, you see all of this stuff. Um, so your type is one of those energy types explains your aura. Your um, strategy is how you go throughout life. So yours is to respond what we were just talking about. And then your inner authority is how you make decisions. Um, so that is 
for you, it's called sacral authority. So that's coming from your sacral chakra. And what this tells us is that you are here to make decisions in the moment with your gut, like those gut decisions, like, yes, this just feels right for me or no, I don't want to do that. And a lot of the ways that you can hear your gut decision is by allowing it to come up, um, through your like vocal cords, like to, to <laughs> say like, you know, mm, that sounds good to me or, oh no. And yeah. really hearing those sounds, those primal sounds of like, oh yeah, I want this. Mm -hmm. that's your truth. And then you can get in your head and say, well, do I actually want it? Because there's other things and blah, blah, blah. But really you're supposed to trust yourself in that first initial response of, <laughs> of All right. yes. She's hitting so many things that are outside of this podcast that I'm waiting for information on right now. And like, you're just, you're hitting me in the gut, girl. Just keep going. Oh, yes. good. <laughs> so you have a really defined sacral center, which is your authority, is your main decision-making, but you also have a really defined spleen. So the spleen is all about intuition and some people have splenic authority. So they are here to really trust their intuition and that little, just like, I feel like this is right. Or I feel like that's not right for yeah. me. Um, they're here to really trust that, but you do have that as well. So what that tells us is that you're here to be really spontaneous. You're here to trust yourself. Like a mantra for you, like every day talking to the universe or in the mirror is I trust myself. I trust myself. I trust myself because, um, the opposite of trust is getting in your mind and rationalizing second guessing. Yeah. Yourself. So if you ever feel like, I don't know why I just want this, that's coming from your body. Stop yeah. yourself there. Trust yourself. Go for it. If you feel like, well, I want this because it'll make me more money and because it'll be able to connect with more people and blah, blah, blah. You're already in your mind at that point. It's time to drop back down into your body mm -hmm. and just like, what is, what do I feel about this? Do any do I, of the signs have to have it where you drop into your mind? No. Okay. So what is, what is tricky though, is for you, you're designed to make decisions right now. So mm -hmm. in this moment, someone asks you a big question, like, do you want to move? Do you want to start this business? And you're designed to say, let me check into my body. Mm -hmm. Hell yes. Mm -hmm. Or hell no right now. Yeah. And you're, you're designed to really go with that. So you are designed to make decisions spontaneously. However, I am designed in a completely different way. I need a, up to a week to make big decisions and I can never, ever make a decision in the moment because it's not correct for me because my authority is coming from a different chakra. So everyone has a different authority way of using their body in a different place, takes a different amount of time. And it's so important to understand that because for example, in my relationship with my husband, he makes decisions in the moment like you, Aaliyah, and then I need a week to make these mm -hmm. big decisions and holding space. That's good to know in your compatibility. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really good to know because we're all different and we think, okay, if I can make a gut decision, a hell yes in the moment, then so can you. And actually that's not right for me. Mm -hmm. So it really is about holding space for the ways that we're different. And when you are able to implement that in your relationships with your business partner, with your life partner, with your friends, with your family, it really, really starts to shift everything and make those, um, those confrontations that we have or conflicts that we have, it starts to really shed light on it in a whole new way where those conflicts just seem like, okay, I get this you're different than me. How can I hold space for you? How can I support you? And how can I hold space for myself? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I really honor what I need and what you need at the same mm -hmm. time? And human design is such a helpful tool for that. I've gotten a lot of, um, you said the whole thing about trust yourself the last four weeks. I keep getting that. And, and 
I mean, it came up on the pattern. I had a friend say it, someone texted it to me. It was all over the place. And I'm like, okay, universe, I hear you. I got it. I got it. <laughs> like, they're I speaking to chills. me. So when you said it, and then you said it, and I was like, oh my God, here it is. <laughs> because I'm someone who takes a while to make decisions. But even mm-hmm. though I know I have a gut thing, I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. And so like getting back into that, like intuition and thing, I know I have a strong intuition, but you know how you've, you've had in the past where you've trusted that intuition or thought you trusted the intuition and it didn't seem to turn out the way you thought it was supposed to. Right. Even though that was the path you were supposed to take. And it's like, motherfucker, like, I don't know like, <laughs> so, how, like yeah. how, to, how to align in this. And so it makes you, makes you second judge yourself. So, um, so go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say the way that you navigate that with this authority is to be super present and to allow yourself to change and be spontaneous. So if you're feeling like, I just feel like this is right for me to do this new business venture or to this new offering, right? But then you're, and you're doing it and you're talking to people and meeting them and that's great. And then one day you feel like you're really tapped in. You feel like, I don't know, I just feel like something's off. You can get in your mind and say, but no, but last week it felt good. And so I need to keep going because I committed to this and blah, 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 blah. That's in your mind. So it's yeah. important to always just drop in. Okay. It feels off. I'm trusting myself. I'm going to stop doing it because for whatever reason it was right for you for those few days, maybe because who you talked to or the inspiration you sparked in them and those conversations, you don't know. Right. But what is correct for you is the truth in the moment. So you can't just tap into the truth in the moment one day and listen to that and then ignore it for the next three months. Right. So it important to today. allow yourself to be forgiving to yourself in the sense of, I accept that I'm here to be spont- spontaneous. I accept that I'm here to change and flow. So what I committed to yesterday, I don't have to commit to for the rest of my life. My commitments are meant to change. And I'm here as a manifesting generator to show people that success is not linear, to show people that um, the limits can be stretched, that I can achieve success through play and through fun and through spontaneity and through trusting myself. And that is my biggest teacher to myself, but also the biggest teacher to other people is that when I trust myself, I am the most successful. Um, And it inspires other people to trust themselves as well. So just knowing like it's always (laughs) being present, always listening to your body and like, oh, I'm in my head, okay. What is this present moment trying to tell me? I now, trust you guys, myself. I'm having an emotional response right now. I don't even know why. Like, <laughs> there is something about what you're saying. Because, like, okay, in, in the aspect of it, we're looking at the way that we're designed, the way that we light up, the way that we're wired. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my life, this has been my story. I'm very spontaneous. I feel something in the moment. I go after it. And then, or I'll fall on my face. Or something won't line up later and it'll be like, and everybody's kind of been like, Lee, you change your mind a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's been always something I've felt self-conscious about. Like Mm -hmm. I have to dig in and do this thing for a long time. Even after my intuition says it's not right anymore. I've been taught Mm -hmm. to be in that masculine paradigm of like, you have to, um, here's the logic and the rationale behind it or whatever, or say that there's some, even like in relationships, you meet a friend and you're like, oh, we really vibe. And then it's like something's, or a boy or something like that. Like, well, he's this and he's really nice. You start rationalizing. And it's like, my, my gut says this, 
but yes. my society or my friends or patterns or whatever, for whatever reason has taught me, you are not allowed to trust yourself. Here are all the other ways that you need to make these decisions. And that just gives me so much validation behind mm -hmm. the way that I've always been and the way that I've operated the best. In fact, this podcast was a very spontaneous decision, just mm -hmm. like this feels like this is an alignment. Finally, this is, and it, and it is all, I, I didn't know it was even something I wanted to do. It was like, yeah, everybody's got a fucking podcast. Like who needs it? <laughs> so like in totally. that way, just going with it and then being like, wow, this is like significantly changed my life. Photography was the same thing. I've been a photographer for like 15 years now. Um, but I literally bought a camera. I remember my friend Kyle being like, you've, you've never been a photographer. How are you going to just up and take photos? And I was like, I just feel like it. And you know, that whole thing just took off. So, um, it gives me a lot of validation and I can only imagine for people who are listening, who are not even struggling, like people who are you know in their path or whatever, understanding that part of their design and what it will do for them and being able to open up energetically the alignment at which they were meant for that they were designed for in a way mm. like, um, even so the gene keys, which is, uh, based off of the human design, but separately channeled by Richard Rudd. Is that his name? Mm -hmm. Um, my, I remember the first node that I wrote or read about it said that, um, something about the language of light, that I was the communicator. I was meant to be a teacher and that the sound and the frequency of my voice would help heal others and awaken them. And I was like, that's bullshit. Okay. Just, <laughs> I mean, I read it just one time and then I put it away. Um, started the podcast and now people write me and say, there's something like, you're, it's like you're doing Reiki with your voice or something. I'm healing through this thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's what that book said. Yeah. So to be able to be in alignment with that path and what that's done for me since then. So, um, I would love to hear more about, so what is the, the profile thing with the numbers? Yeah. So your profile is your personality archetype. So there's 12 different profiles and everyone's one of the 12 and you are a six, three. So, um, the first number is your conscious side of your personality that you really see in yourself. And then the three side or the, the number that's on the right is the subconscious side that other people really see in you. And so that's why a lot of times you feel like there's two parts of your personality or that some people see you one way, then you see yourself and like, how come there's both? And it's because there are both and you're meant to have both and it makes you really balanced. Right. Um, so this really gets into like nitty gritty of, um, you know, of your personality and what you're here to do. Do you want to dive a little bit into the six, three? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that in human design, each person has their cross of incarnation, mm -hmm. which tells you your life purpose. Mm -hmm. This is the mm -hmm. thing that you are here to do or to be. And then this profile, your personality is how you're here to do it. Okay. How you're designed to connect with other people. So you as the six, three, you have the same profile as my husband. It's actually pretty rare. So I instantly felt connected to you. Um, <laughs> And the six, three is someone who is a role model. They're responsible. They really, truly want to help teach and educate and guide other people. And they have this other side of them that is just exploring and adventuring and having ups and having downs and really just learning and having so much wisdom come to them from the lessons they learn in this lifetime. So it's funny because you have these two sides of you. 
One side is the lifelong learner that is here to get your hands messy and to learn as much as you can in this lifetime. And the other side of you is this super old soul energy that already knows everything and is already <laughs> here to teach other people and to guide other people. So with this, these two sides of you, you have this really responsible, loving, grounded side of you, and you have this adventurous, wild side of you that's like, I don't know, let's just jump in and try it. Yeah. And both of those are you. Both of those are here to guide you and your karma in this lifetime is in, in the end to be a guide and to be a role model for other people and to educate other people and to help support other people. And then the part where you're learning your own soul lessons is just by diving in and learning that wisdom for yourself and not taking anything for face value, but genuinely learning from your own experiences. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say that, um, you know, human design starts off really broad and then it narrows down to really specific. Mm -hmm. So broad is like your type, your strategy, and then it gets more specific with your authority because there are eight different ones. Um, and then when you start doing just your strategy and authority, that's when you really start deconditioning. So like what you were talking about with releasing the conditioning about having to finish what you start. That all comes through awareness of your, your authority of like, okay, I'm here to make those decisions. I accept that. For me, the way that I make decisions is through talking and mm -hmm. hearing my truth. And then I hear after I've talked what my truth is. But if I don't talk, I can't understand my truth mentally, right? So once you start accepting that, oh, this is the way, I don't have to quiet my voice. It's not bad that I want to talk all the time. That's actually how I hear my truth, right? You start releasing this conditioning that you've had your whole life. And then when you get into your profile, you're like, okay, this is my overall gist for you. I'm here to be this role model, but I'm also here to have experiential wisdom and to dive into things and get my, my hands dirty. Um, and then it gets really nitty gritty with your um, centers and how they're open and defined. And those really tell you how you are taking in other people's energy, how you're amplifying it, where you're the most empathetic and where you are conditioning other people, like what your strengths what are. What is mine? I don't see that on my thing. Yeah. So when you look just at your body graph, it's all of those triangles or squares or diamonds. Mm -hmm. And this is the part, this is the part of human design that's based off of the chakra system. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your centers are basically chakra centers in your body that are processing energy from your environment. And then they're also the place that's putting out your energy, your unique frequency that you're giving to other mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So the, the triangles and diamonds, all of those are different chakra centers, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the ones that are colored in are the places that you are consistently putting out your energy, okay. your vibe, your frequency. The ones that are white are the places where you're taking in other people. Okay. You're experiencing mm -hmm. the other, the environment, the people in your own body in those places mm -hmm. that are white. So everyone has a mixture of places where they're defined, putting out that energy, and then places where they're empathetic, taking in energy. Mm -hmm. okay. And then when you look at all the numbers and the lines and stuff, that's showing us how your energy is moving throughout your chakras. Mm -hmm. And those numbers are your energetic gifts or traits that you are here to give out into the world. So it's kind of like your medicine that you're here to give to the world. It's the things that you're here to lean into. Uh -huh. And a lot of times through conditioning, we're taught that we have to be something else or that we have to really try um, to be successful and that success has to be hard and that you have to work hard and put in the hours. And that's really you going against the grain of yourself because mm -hmm. the things that you're good at that come naturally and inherently to you are these gifts that are in your human design. And um, when you do them, it will feel easy. It will feel natural for you to do these things. Yeah. And that is how you are the most successful. 
So success is actually supposed to be easy. It's supposed <laughs> to feel in flow. It's supposed to feel fun. It's supposed to feel natural um, right. because we are all here to be successful and we're all here to have less resistance in life and to flow together and to operate together as a like working symbiotic unit. So, um, knowing your gifts and everything is so, so helpful because you know, okay, this is where I'm here to lean in. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited to tell you your cross of incarnation because basically what your cross of incarnation is, is your four main gift, uh, gates. Mm -hmm. So these are the biggest qualities that you're here to give out in this lifetime. It's kind of like your life purpose mm -hmm. and it's here to be in everything that you do. So it's not like something that you're working towards and then eventually you'll have this life purpose. No, it's like, these are your four main qualities to, to be all the time. And that's what people are needing from you the most. Okay. Um, so do you want to jump into what those four gates are and what yeah, it means for her? So for <laughs> you, you are here first and foremost to share with your voice, to present to people and educate people about the facts and details about something, right? Mm -hmm. And then what that something is, is the gate of mystery. So you are someone who is here to dive into spirituality, to dive into the unknown, and then to find the real shit there that you can present to people to educate them and teach them. And then you're here to um, help people transcend trauma, transcend emotional blocks and heal and really find forward progress in their lives. And then you have gate 50, which we nickname the Oprah gate mm -hmm. because oh it is bad ass powerful gate. <laughs> this is your life purpose. You're, it's, you're someone who is here to be a divine feminine leader. And what that means is that you are here to be powerful. Mm -hmm. You're here to be in the spotlight, but in a way that 100% supports others and puts yourself as an equal to everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And you're uplifting, empowering, inspiring others as you step into the spotlight to really educate people about life's mysteries and help them transcend any blockages in their lives. This, like, y'all about to mind fuck me right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. You guys, we talk about Oprah on this show a lot. Um. <laughs> and this is like literally our favorite gate. So when we yeah. saw that you have this, we were like, we love her. We're going to fly to her house right now and we're going to hang out because we love her energy. I would a million percent welcome it. <laughs> you didn't have to leave California to come on to Kansas, you know? Yeah, we'll do um, it for you. But that is, that is so cool because like, so, so guys who are listening, like, I mean, obviously you're listening to my chart and that is of no value to you, but, um, it is cool to see, like, I mean, what they're saying is, is exactly what I'm in my purpose in, where I feel like I'm most aligned. And it wasn't until I stepped into that power last year that I was like, oh, this is it. This is why I've been changing paths every five minutes because I've been looking for this. Yes. And every other thing that I've done, it's, it hasn't been a failure. It's just been a new exploration of a part of my personality, a part of my experience, other mm -hmm. lessons and things of get becoming more wise. Um, and like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent into that mystery thing. I love that whole thing you said about the old soul and the adventure person. It's like, I, I feel like I get wisdom from random places in the universe. And then there's also this aspect of me. I'm like, let's learn more. What else? Yeah. Can <laughs> like I get excited about interviewing people because I'm like, Ooh, I get to learn something today. This is my free school. So mm -hmm. to be able to bring that to other people, it, the intention to make something, especially what, what it is that you guys do and everybody else on the show is to open people's mind and give them access to something that might not, not have been mainstream that could help them transcend 
their their trauma, help them transcend their bullshit, help them <laughs> open their mind and get in tune with things that are going to make their life better. And that is that is my mission. So like, it's so thank you for for letting me know that um, because it is so validating and it, yes. and it brings more of a charge to what it is that I'm I'm already mm -hmm. here to do. So when people come to you like what does a reading look like and what is the I mean maybe you can speak to like some of the experiences of people who've had readings by you mm -hmm. and um and I'm going to get one no, normally I'll get one before the interview so I have more experience but I got one on the show so that's cool <laughs> uh, but it like what is what are they coming back and saying like once they do figure out what it is that their purpose is if they hadn't already figured that out yeah so um well first of all human design this is why we're obsessed with human design and why we just fell into it because it's so insanely specific and everyone is so different and it's so like mind-blowingly spot on yeah. and so when we found ours right and we dove into just the nitty-gritty of it and really like leaning into the stuff that we were learning it just blew things wide open where it was like, we couldn't help but keep learning more about all the people in our lives and talking about it and researching. Um, and that's what really sparked the podcast because we were just like, people need this information because it's so life changing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just love that it's resonating with you because honestly, we have not met a single person that their chart does not resonate with them. It's mm -hmm. so incredibly validating, especially if you're in alignment, if you're in alignment, it feels like, okay, yes, I always knew this. And now I just have a giant permission slip to keep going and to keep yeah. leaning in further and not question myself of like, well, is this right? And it looks different than other people. So maybe I should try something different and like bring in other strategies and blah, blah, blah. Well, like, removes no. all that okay. guilt and that conditioning that yes. you have because like, even in my own spontaneous nature, I always feel bad. Like I said, I was going to do this thing. Mm -hmm, right. I was going to stick with this thing, but I don't feel like doing that thing anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not lazy or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like suddenly that check-in with yourself doesn't feel validated because society says that you have to perform a different way. Exactly. Right. And we're all, every single person here on this planet is here for a reason. Yeah. Every single person. And it blows my mind that some people don't even believe that because I just know it to be so true with a capital freaking T. Um, and when you come to us for a reading, what we do is you meet with us online. We do an online video chat. We get your chart. So we need your exact birth time information. And then we meet online face-to-face um, -face on video chat for an hour and we go over everything in your chart with you any questions that you have and we can do several readings because like we said we could literally talk about someone's chart for six hours yeah. um, but we always ask people where are you right now in your life what's happening like what transitions are you going through and we notice that a lot of people come to us when they say okay I have this job I'm barely making it and I don't feel fulfilled and I'm looking for something else and I don't know what it is mm. and that's what most people come to us with and throughout the course of our re their reading, we tell them, okay, this is who you are. This is how you make decisions. And they say, I always knew that. I always knew that. And they say that they, a lot of people get really emotional because we are so taught that it's just like, you have to do something outside of yourself to be happy. You have to find something. You have to seek for something that is all outside of you. And the truth is everything is already within you you are already your highest potential. It is just about unlearning the things that are not you. It's about releasing judgment, releasing fear, releasing second guessing yourself. And it really just is about trusting yourself. And so 
with human design, we find that a lot of our readings really just feel like the biggest warm hug of validation mm -hmm. that anyone has ever gotten because everyone already knows. You already know who you Deep are. Down. You already know your inner truth. You are already a vessel, a channel that is connected to the divine. It's just about allowing that to mm -hmm. be your truth and knowing that you are a thousand percent enough exactly as you are. Mm -hmm. And if you can just lean into that, you'll see yourself naturally mm -hmm. thrive. We're all designed to be someone who thrives mm -hmm. in this lifetime. And it really just is about allowing that to be true. Mm -hmm. So in a reading, we get into the nitty gritty of your chart. We go through your type, your strategy, your authority, your profile, all of the basics, right? But then we also talk about all of your channels, all of your gates. We talk about um, the gates that are ruled by your north nodes and the ones that are ruled by Jupiter. So the qualities that you can really focus on to bring in abundance and bring in expansion into your life. And so knowing this information is kind of just like a handbook to say, okay, if I do these two qualities, if I bring those in somehow to my business, or if I bring those in somehow to my awareness of this offering that I'm giving to people, I'm going to experience more abundance and expansion in my life. Um, so it really is so supportive and it's like actual tools. So that's why we were so drawn to human design because it wasn't just like woo woo, like, yeah. you know, bullshit. It was like, okay, here's some actual Wait, tools woo -woo back. Like the <laughs> that we're taking back now. That's true. That's true. Mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, right? like, I, like so you, much is just like, you know, um, like go do like breathing and that'll help with your business. And it's like, okay, no, but like, what are actual tools that we can do to help with my business? Yeah. Um, so, so many of people come to us that are seeking their life purpose. And the great thing about human design, I mean, that's really what we specialize in is finding your potential and your, and your life purpose, because it tells you point blank, like these are your North node gifts. These are your abundance Jupiter gifts. These, this is your cross of incarnation. So your overall thing that people need from you the most. Yeah. Um, and when you focus on these qualities, that's when you will have the most success. That's when you will have the most um, abundance and less resistance and joy and fulfillment and peace in your life. Can we talk about woo? I never even heard that word woo woo. I literally never heard that word in my entire life until really? I heard Oprah until I heard Oprah saying it. And I was like, what is woo? Because I grew up in the Bay Area in Northern California <laughs> yeah. in like a really hippie town. And like there's no such thing as like woo woo. They probably like, yeah. didn't use it because woo woo is kind of a, a negative connotative word of people right. who are who are spiritual or hippie. So right. like or considered hippie, I guess, or whatever. I've heard it from the jump because woo woo was considered like we were Christian and they were like, uh uh, none of this ooh new age yeah. shit, you know. So, yeah. so there's that. But like uh, <laughs> I was like, we're taking it back. <laughs> no, I love it. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. I really do think that this was uh divinely guided that you guys are on the show. I found you on Instagram and I was just flipping through or something and it was like a hashtag or I don't know. And I just already I feel like I've I've known you guys for a really long time, weirdly. Same. We'll talk about that after the show. Um, <laughs> but there but I think it's so cool because the way that human design and even in the little bit that I've kind of like um dabbled in it, it's given like you said, it's a permission slip to be able to enact the very specific aspects of your personality, even deeper than astrology does, because astrology simply by itself is more uh, describing your archetype and human design says, this is the way you're wired. And here are the, the ways in which you're going to flow through the world. Um, and I think pretty specifically, I mean, that the one where it said the thing about my voice and I mean, what the heck, that's, that's very specific. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So before we go, um, I would love to hear just like one thing um, that you guys would like to leave our listeners, like a message. Mm. Yeah. So I would say um, the first thing that you can do, regardless of your type or your like any of your human design stuff is to start um, making space in your day for having some reverence and for having some connection to yourself. So whether that is with your morning coffee or with your tea, or if you have cacao or anything, but to really sit with yourself at least once a day and just let yourself check in, whether that's through your voice and really just talking and not editing yourself and just saying, you know, I'm here, I'm here. I trust myself. I'm trying to honor myself. Help me to honor myself today. Help me to listen to my truth today. Show up for me, universe. I'm ready. Um, that step alone, regardless of who you are or where you're at, will always bring you change. It will always bring you new inspiration, will always bring you um, authenticity and awareness um, and deeper connection to your truth in life. So um, I just want to encourage everyone listening to have a little bit of time each day to not edit themselves, to be authentic and not. Um, not question it, whether, even if that's sitting in your car and like pretending you're on the phone and just like, okay, I'm talking to myself. I'm not going to edit it. This is super weird, but this is how I'm feeling today. And this is what I'm wanting in my life. And I don't know what I'm wanting. So I need help finding out what I'm wanting. Like whatever it is, just being real and authentic and just letting it flow. That is the first step to changing your life radically. If that's what you're wanting, or even if you're already in your purpose, enhancing your life, going deeper, going further, because there's always more to learn. There's always deeper to go. Um, and every time that you get closer and you listen to your truth, it's, it's just so, um, what's the word, uh, opening expansive. Mm -hmm. It's so expansive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And each one of us already has within us everything yes. we need. Each one of us is already a completely open portal to universal love to universal truth. Um, and human design is a tool that can help validate that. Hmm. It can help give you support for you to see that. But the truth is you don't need human design because you have everything you need. And it really just is about honoring yourself, mm -hmm. loving yourself, listening to yourself. And human design is just a reflection to help you do that. Mm -hmm. And last thing I just want to say is that if you feel any like inkling of conditioning of like, that just doesn't feel right for me, or that just feels hard for me to really check in and say, okay, that everyone else is doing that, but that feels wrong for me. Great. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, and to really just like, let yourself be, be easy on yourself, um, and feel, do what feels right for yourself. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Yes. So tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can get, you guys can find us on Instagram. Um, our Instagram account is at Dayluna. It's spelled at D dot A dot Y dot L dot U dot N dot A. <laughs> and our website is DaylunaLife.com. So that's where you guys can look for our offerings, where you can book a reading with us is at DaylunaLife.com. We also have human design boxes. So it comes with a printed booklet of your chart and an explanation of your chart. And then in that box comes crystals and meditation tools, candles, all the things that are uniquely selected to support your specific energy. So you can check that out on our website. And if you guys want to email us, you can email us at hello at daylunalife.com.
And you also have a podcast. Oh yeah. We also have a human design podcast. <laughs> we do? Oh yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> and um, that's where you can really dive in to learn more about your chart even before a reading. Um, and we go, we talk about all the different things. Um, and so it's called the Day Luna Human Design Podcast. You can find it anywhere that podcasts are, whether that's Spotify or iTunes or Google Play. Um, and yeah, we get into the really specifics of, you know, how human design was, you know, created and discovered and, um, you know, how it connects us all through our energy and the quantum mechanics and all of that stuff. But then we talk about more real stuff about, you know, all the different strategies, all the different authorities. Um, and yeah, it's really I'm going to go and listen to it now. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I know what that means now. I'm going to go figure it out. Um, yes. we're, we're so happy to have you guys on the show. I think what you said really resonated with me and kind of hit me in the gut a little bit. It's rare to get emotional while I'm in the middle of an interview. Um, so I think that that checked in with me really beautifully. Um, I'm so happy to have you guys on the show. You guys definitely check them out. I will list all their links below and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.